0: Hey guys, and welcome to the 8th episode of the Back 40. Boring Boon. Today we'll be covering the episode, uh, My Dumb Luck from Scrubs.
1: We must first iterate that our email is lonely, and we will continue to do this until we get an email. I Even will, one. I will rant, I will whatever, but email us at back40podcast at com or check us out at www.theback40podcast.blogspot.com. With that in mind, I have no news for this. Um, let's jump into this episode of Scrubs. We open up with JD and Turk moving patients to the new geriatric wings. So they got all these these oldies, and some of them are escapees. It's <laughs> some like, of them
0: are running around on their little walkers. Yeah. Like JD and Turk can't catch them. I don't know some how of them they move wish.
1: slow, so slow. Yeah. And they're wandering around, you know. And then Carla and Elliot are trying to get staff support because they're still trying to save Dr. Kelso's job because Elliot still feels guilty about getting him, you know, getting his age out there. Yeah. But no one's willing to speak out. And then we've got Mr. McRae. Oh, Mr. McCrae.
0: He's been there for, you know, he's been coming to see Dr. Cox about a mysterious illness for the past, what, two years, did they say? Yeah, and he's back. And so, uh, they, uh, Dr. Cox spends, you know, the majority of the episode trying to figure
1: out what's wrong with Mr. McRae. So Turk and JD think it'd be a, a fun idea to play a little game of Poke the Bear with, uh, Perry.
0: Pretty neat game, I must admit.
1: So Perry comes out here, this guy, you know, Mr. McRae's been in and out for years, and they say, you know, they're having a conversation. And they're pretty much saying, you know, hey, JD, didn't you have trouble diagnosing that patient? No, because I'm a good doctor. I yeah. knew right away what his diagnosis is. That's the gist of it, pretty yeah. much. And then Turk
0: panics. Yeah, because he sees Dr. Cox looking, and he's like, oh my gosh, what if he realizes we're making fun of him? So,
1: J.D. just turns and says, oh, hi, Perry.
0: Yeah. Get and here. Turk's like, uh So, yeah. Dr. Cox runs
1: away. He's frustrated, and they've succeeded, yeah. and they have, you know, J.D. congratulates him with a little guy I love, and he says... You smell like an athlete. <laughs> yeah, he gives him a big long hug. Yes. And then Ted walks up and
0: says, I want a black friend. Because it would make me cooler. Yes. And then was like, I should be offended. But, but I'm, not. I'm not. Because he's right.
1: <clears throat> and then he finds out, you know, they are like, Ted, why are you so down with him? I thought you'd be happy finding out about Kelt. So He's like, what?
0: Because nobody had apparently told poor Ted. Poor Ted. About Kelso,
1: because nobody tells Ted anything. But now he knows that Kelso's out, and this makes Ted, oh, he's happy. That's an understatement. He's naked happy.
0: Yes, he... Literally. He does something I never thought I'd ever see Ted do. He gets naked and streaks
1: up and down. I'm free!
0: And, you know, that was disturbing, but hilarious.
1: And he runs in the parking lot, which the janitor hits him with the van. And then, he's like, "Ted, what are you doing? Are you not talking because your mouth's filling up with blood? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're about to pass out, aren't you?" And Ted does like the 360 pass. out. <laughs> he looked out. like
0: a figure skater with the yeah. He does a you know he spins around
1: and passes out. I offline. swear these chairs are driving me crazy. Yeah, they do creak. They fart. They creak. <laughs> I'll probably need to edit everything out of him, but we're not. Oh, it's alright. So anyway, we go, you know, and now we have Kelso sitting on his bench. And an intern walks up. We yes. don't know his name yet. Well, we know from past episodes, but we're going to wait. We're going to hold off. So he says, come sit down. but And the guy's like, I'm waiting for my shift, sir. He's like, just sit. Yeah, because
0: he's lonely, I guess. You need yes, he needs somebody to talk says, to.
1: I don't want to get into nostalgia,
0: but anyway... And then he proceeds to tell big, long stories about
1: 20, I started this hospital when I was 26 years old, blah, blah, blah.
0: I thought he was really going to say, well, back when I started, we had to walk in the snow barefoot. (laughs) Yeah, to school both ways. Uphill both ways, yeah.
1: So anyway, next we come back and Elliot and Carla are treating Ted with his 20-something stitches in the tongue. And they say, now, Ted, don't talk. And then Mm -hmm. they say, we really gotta save Dr. Kelso's job. And Ted's like, yeah. <mary> 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 Ted's trying to,
0: Ted's trying to voice his displeasure of them trying to save Dr. Kelso's job, but he cannot because he can't speak because he has 23 stitches in
1: his tongue, which right. must hurt. So Elliot and Carl get the idea they'll go to Jordan for help since she's on the board. And she's like, you know, yeah, I really don't care, but if you really want to make a difference, just Cause confrontation. There's a board meeting tonight. You know, they don't like confrontation. Yes, they hate confrontation. So,
0: and then we see that the
1: janitor comes in. The janitor, my yes. favorite. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, he's, he overhears all this, says, I'll help. And Carla, you know, pretty much, Elliot says, handle this, Carla. And she shoots him down. Yep. And he says, she says, You've got delusions of grandeur. <laughs> he says, I coined that phrase. And then he
0: goes on to say that he can control people's minds. Yes, he with says, magic.
1: Explode! <laughs> and Carla just walks off, and then he tells an old person, Fall! And they, out she goes. He's like, ah. And he's like, hello, and nobody's around to see it, and he's disappointed. So then, J.D. and Turk are just standing there, and Perry's got this huge chart from Mr. McRae with a big bungee cord around it, and they're thinking, "Yo, I can't believe we got away with poking the bear. And Dr. Cox says, hey, Carol, <laughs> or whatever. He didn't no, say anything. he said Hermione. Not yet, though. Oh, that was cool, though. He did. We'll get there. He says, just hold this a minute, newbie, or whatever he wanted to call it at the time. And, he, you know, J.D.'s just sitting there talking. Next thing you know, Perry, he says, you know, Hee-hee. and you see he's, like, <laughs> stretched the bungee cord way out, and he slingshots J.D. in the face. I
0: don't know how J.D. got up from that. It would take a while.
1: Yes, but he got up. He
0: did. He's resilient.
1: And then Dr. Cox continues to tell the boys all the things in life, you know, rants. Something about a fedora on Johnny Depp in which Turk says, I'd look good in a fedora. And then he tells him, go get this urine done. So, we go out, you know, Turk's got his fedora on his head and all this, and he still doesn't know what's going on. Pretty much. So, they've got the... uh Sample in there, set off to take it to the lab after
0: Kurt get. Or Kurt gets his hat. His fedora. And then... It's not a hat, it's a fedora. It's a fedora, which yes. is a type of hat. But anyway, we'll call it fedora. Because right. it sounds better.
1: And then back to the bench.
0: Kelso still has the unnamed intern.
1: And an elderly man walks by. And the intern's like, you know, are we going to handle that? And he's like, oh, the, the uh, security, security guard, guard will handle it. And next thing you know... You know, Bob's talking about nostalgia and... He's
0: telling another long story and then all of a sudden... About
1: the guy who, you know, had the cadaver head and thought it was his ex-girlfriend and then he ended up killing his ex-girlfriend. And then somebody else
0: was caught holding her dead head. Head.
1: Long story. (laughs) Crazy. And then next thing we know, that elderly man runs the parking lot and stopped traffic. (laughs) And they're honking.
0: He's up in front of the thing. Honk. Yeah. Honk, honk. And every time somebody every time somebody honks their horn he, he would He mocks. He would the do honk. that. The yes. Honk. He's he mocking the horns. The honk. Yeah. It's crazy. So uh
1: Then we've got Elliot and Carla, you know. They're talking to Doctor Cox and they're throwing around the term slick because apparently that works.
0: That gets anybody to do anything for you. Apparently. And also works on girls, as we find out.
1: Yes, um, Well, girls that like girls. Yes. So anyway, Kelso's talking and J.D. comes up, calls him Slick, in which we get the term, the new name, a new girl's name for the week. Hermione. Hermione. For Harry Potter fans, I'm sure you enjoyed uh, that.
0: Didn't expect that one. They must be running out of girls' names.
1: But anyway, he questions the urine and, you know, Turk and J.D. realize we can't find it. But then... Lost the pee, (laughs) They also realize that Turk has the bungee cord attached to his pocket of his scrubs. And as he goes to cover himself, it slingshots JD again.
0: <laughs> and Turk says, that was lucky.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then we go back to Kelso and the intern, and he says, have you killed a patient yet? And he says, no. He's like, well, you will.
0: That reminds me of JD back in season one of the earlier seasons, he's talking about his first kill. There's a whole episode about oh, the that first kill, and uh, it's, Dr. Kelso says it's a rite of passage for doctors. Everyone. He gets real nostalgic, and, and then, then he then. talks about his first kill, <laughs> which yes, and that happened. And I just jumped <laughs> out of my seat, and, uh, and that, actually, on video, that, that actually happened in the episode. And Dr. Kelso cracked up and said, "Priceless."
1: Very priceless, yes, yes, as was this moment right control. now. Now, Elliot and Carla get decide to get the janitor's help because they're having trouble getting help from anybody. And you know, he says no, and then Elliot says, But janitor, he says, Okay, I'm gonna have to throw some acid on your face. I just can't resist you.
0: I can't get enough of your
1: face, <laughs> yes.
0: So then. What's, you know, who can?
1: Yeah. And then Turk and JD are retracing their steps. They're putting old people back in the wings. They're escaping. And they say, where'd you go here, here, here? And they finally say, well, I went to surgery with you to hold your fedora and cheer you on. Yeah. And then we celebrate out here on the ramp, and here we have
0: the purple pea. And they run out there, and the pea is sitting on the ledge. Purple. And it is indeed purple. Purple. Yes. So, the wonder of the internet...
1: Yes, purple. Well, yes. first of all, Kelso is seeing all this, and he relates J.D. and Turk to two dogs he had growing up who got their heads stuck in the same mailbox and suffocated.
0: And they were very stupid animals, but close.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just as J.D. and Turk are. <laughs> yeah. Next, we have the wonder that is Google and the purple pea. If not for Google...
0: They would have never figured out what was wrong no, with No, but guy. they
1: realized that Mr. McRae has acute intermittent perforia.
0: Wow. I'm yes. impressed with that pronunciation. Acute
1: intermittent perforia. Wow. Twice. <laughs> and then they have they have this little moment where they know what they're going to do to Perry. You want to you sing it with me? In your face. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I forgot.
1: Yeah, we should have done that simultaneously, but that would have been just
0: Sorry terrible. about leaving you hanging there. Sorry, people. But, uh... Anyway. Anyway, so they do that little ditty. And
1: then, Elliot and Carla find out that Dr. Cox is against Dr. Kelso, obviously, throughout the whole show. But they figure out that's why nobody will join in their quest.
0: Yeah, because they're all scared to. do The Dr. janitor
1: Cox. tells them.
0: Yes. The janitor's smarter than he lets on. He is a little insane.
1: Yes. But he's smart. And then, back on the bench, Dr. Kelso is speaking... And the intern tries to speak, and Dr. Kelso gives him an evil look and then continues with the same thing that the intern was trying to say. About once the ball gets to rolling, you know, it's hard to stop yep. or something.
0: There's nothing anybody can do to stop it.
1: You know, he says, you know, patients don't appreciate their doctors and something about why the cafeteria. It's always out of pie if you're too late.
0: Yeah, and then it shows Dr. Cox trying, trying to, to
1: get some pie.
0: And he's like, what do you do, buy one pie for the whole hospital? And they're like,
1: yeah, kind of. <laughs> so then we go to Dr. Cox and Elliot and Carla are going to ask for help, but Elliot insists that Carla do it because Dr. Cox will surely attack her, which yeah, because, he does anyway.
0: And he obviously likes Carla better since he's had a crush on Carla for for a while now.
1: So he insults Elliot after refusing. <laughs> and Turk and JD, they're boomboxing the theme. Yeah, they're beatboxing it. I can't do that. You can't do that. I, I can't I do that try, either. But just, you know, you saw it. It was nice. It was a good then touch. They reveal the diagnosis and say, you know, yeah, it took us all three hours, but hey. Almost. We
0: and they sort of rub it in his face because it's taken Dr. Cox two years. It took them three hours. And so they're pretty proud of that.
1: And Doctor Cox can't believe they found it. He's angry again. Yeah. Then we go back to the bench and Dr. Kelso. Reminiscent in nineteen eighty five, the year he became chief of medicine. The year talking of my about birth. everything he was so optimistic about. Yes. The year of your birth. My birth. Not the year of mine. Mm. I'm like two months younger. That's right. Shame.
0: Eighty five. Good year. 86. Anyway.
1: Anyway. And, you know, Cox asks, you know, comes out there. He says, you know, I've got a patient with such and such. His insurer wants him out. Uh, I say we keep him in and help him deal with this. Can I fudge the paperwork? Can I fudge the paperwork? And then Dr. Kelso says, no, Perry. (laughs) he says, Dr. Cox rants, you know, about... All you do is eat baby soles and muffin bits with your dentures, and then you pick them yes. with your baby bits and muffin soles. I didn't quite understand all of that, so... Muffins, bits, baby. Yeah. Anyway, then he says, he makes a deal. He says, you know, you write a paper on it, I'll let you do it. And he says, fine. And then after Cox walks off, Kelso tells the intern, he'll never write the paper, but, you know, and I like, I know he leaves thinking I've won, but... Really, he's won more and times than not.
0: That's when I knew something was up. Something was amiss because you know... Something
1: was wrong with the man who has two thumbs and doesn't give a crap.
0: Bob Kelso. Yes. Something had gone awry because usually you would never see Dr. Kelso admit that Dr. Cox was better than him in anything. Yes. So.
1: Then we go back to the cafeteria where we've got Elliot, Carla, Turk and JD and Jordan... And, you know, they're telling how they can't change Dr. Cox's mind. And he gets brought up how Carla changes Turk's mind by flashing him, uh, you know. And she doesn't have to give him the full flash. something of a sea lion face gets brought up. and JD mentions Turk might have drawn him an illustration of this half flash. And it looks like a sea lion.
0: Yes, a sea lion's face.
1: So JD decides to take matters into his own hands. And tells Dr. Cox, you know, I googled the the uh, whole intermittent...
0: The purple pea.
1: Purple pea crap. And uh, <laughs> also he says, but I'll sweeten the deal with this sketch of Carla's boob. Again, he says, but, that looks like a sea otter. Yeah, that's an otter and goes away. <laughs> yes. So then Kelso finally, after sitting there all day, you know, he says, Son, what's your name? And then the guy goes, Boone. In which Dr. Kelso replies, what a ridiculous name, Boone. <laughs> yeah. Boone.
0: I busted up. My myself. name
1: is Boone. <laughs> that was nice. And then Kelso tells Boone, you know, you can leave now. I guess I've kept you here eight hours. And <laughs> Boone says, sir, why well, I hate this hospital my next 20 years? And he says, you'll oh. love it. Which he is just something Bob Kelso does not say. Yeah, you,
0: once again, you know something's up when Kelso said something nice, because that's unusual. And uh, But that was a really nice parting, you know, words he had for the young
1: doctor. Yes. And then Dr. Cox reveals to his patient that he has intermittent Purple Pea Syndrome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I thought you were going to get it three times.
1: Fine, Casey. No. He has intermittent he has acute intermittent there you go. AIP <laughs> or Hey or AIP. Purple
0: P Purple anyway. P syndrome. Yeah.
1: And the patient is, you know, happy just to know the fear is gone now.
0: And then the light bulb goes off into Doctor Cox's head. And, you know, he just says something. And J D has a monologue. Yeah.
1: Head tilt to the left.
0: He says And then it dawned on Doctor Cox it's better to know your enemy than to not know your enemy or something like that.
1: And then we have, you know, so, Carla and Elliot and Jordan and, you know, J.D. comes up and they're like, the about to start and J.D.'s like, wait,
0: love train! So then he has a fantasy about all the people riding down the hall in wheelchairs and such. On the, on the love and train. They're, and they're
1: And we've the got train. Dr. Cox in front dancing a little. we got... Doctor Beardface.
0: Yeah, Beardface.
1: Beardface. Dang it.
0: Anyway, funny stuff. But they're not. He comes out of the fantasy, and in reality, they're not dancing. They're on not thrilled train. to be there, but they're there. And, and JD says, "Well, you could have made a better entrance." And whatever, because he's disappointed after having such a uh, grand entrance in the fantasy.
1: So Doctor Kelso comes in back in finally as the meeting's over. And, you know, Rodney, the guy who's head of the committee, says, you know, Bob, you're on a tight shift, and you can keep your job. And, Bob, you know, he thanks the girls. And then he says, I want to quit on my own terms. I wanted to do this yeah. on my own terms. And he says, Rodney, shove it up here, you
0: know. Yeah. And so Dr. Kelso quits, and he walks down the hall, and he... Looks at his picture. Yes, the big picture that's been there for a couple of episodes a couple of seasons and the one that ted saw when they everybody said dr kelso had died and he looked at it where it had the (laughs) birthday and the death date and ted was like yes he died but (laughs) so he takes the picture with him he
1: says i'm taking this with me yes and as he's walking out he tells ted thank you ted
0: sincerely once once again dr kelso must be really happy because he would never say that and ted says you're welcome sir (laughs) yeah it's a pity, though, that when Dr. Kelso finally thanks Ted, he can't even respond
1: yes. because he's got stitches in his tongue. And then everyone's standing around the nurse's station trying to make heads or tails, and somebody makes the quote, you know, oh, did he even care about the hospital or anything? And Boone pipes up. Well, yeah, he did.
0: Yep. Fitting into that episode. Um, the episode overall was pretty good i got to say, I wasn't expecting uh, the departure of our uh, friend Bob Kelso.
1: And I hope he's not gone. gone. I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure he won't be. He's a big part of the show. And seeing how the show looks like it's probably in its last season, I'm sure he'll they've finish got to, it out.
0: They've got to bring him back for some sort of...
1: I'm sure he'll be you know, in every episode, in fact. Yeah. Probably. It some, just would be odd not to have him.
0: It would. He's a, such a... Uh, big piece of the Scrubs puzzle. that's I'm sure
1: they'll probably spend the next couple episodes trying to bring him back. Yeah. Like, we gotta get Dr. Kelsey And then
0: in the last couple, he'll finally realize that he misses the hospital or something. Yeah, and it's
1: driving him crazy. Yeah. So that's our uh, synopsis on Scrubs. That's our uh, diagnosis. Ooh. Very nice. Yes, it was. I know.
0: It's impressive that you come up with it this early in the morning.
1: So, um... We're not doing, there's no spoilers really to do with Scrubs. I don't know what next week's about. But uh, tune in next week and we'll have next week's episode. We'll, we'll give you our thoughts on that as well. And uh, thanks for listening once again to The Back 40. And we're going to leave you with a little music from Scrubs the Musical. Guy Love, between Turk and JD. Guy Love, that's all
0: it is. Guy Love, he's mine, I'm his gay about it in our eyes you ask me about this thing we share and he tenderly
1: replies
0: it's a guy love between two
1: God for those of you who've endured with us to the end of the song we truly have changed our minds and decided to at least give you The uh, official description for next week's episode and our thoughts on that. Episode 149, be called My Waste of Time. Elliot and J.D. realize there has been a major change in their relationship after they spend time looking over a former patient. Dr. Cox contemplates his new job title, ding ding, while Carla and Turk talk about the possibility of a second baby. Let's address
0: the elephant in the room.
1: Dr. Cox's new job title. I wonder what it could be, considering who gives, ah, who has two thumbs and doesn't give a crap. Bob Kelso
0: left. This, was outed from the hospital last week.
1: He left on his
0: terms. Well, yes. Shove it, Rodney. Yes. Uh, he he left anyway, and I'm thinking it could possibly be Perry Cox, chief of Mints.
1: It's got a nice ring to it. But that's just speculation. We don't know. But and who could this? Former patient, beat of JD I, and Elliot. I don't know.
0: Maybe it's the hypochondriac that always has something wrong with him, and he he almost sued Turk that last time for the his tennis serve.
1: Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Grub Grub Mr. something.
0: Anyway, he was on Spin City, much like half Everybody, the other <laughs> half, guest half stars. of the other guest stars on Scrubs. Uh, also,
1: you know what if whatever happened to Sean.
0: I don't know. I guess he's still at SeaWorld training dolphins or Playing something. Playing with dolphins. Playing with seals.
1: But truly, um, that wouldn't have an effect on their relationship. It would just put Elliot into that whole Sean! Yeah. That's getting annoying. Kind of oh, getting yep. old. Well, we haven't had in a couple seasons so have that's to good. bring
0: Scott Foley on the show somehow.
1: Yeah, but I don't think. I was just wondering. That yeah. won't be who it is, I'm sure, but I don't know, but what what do you think about Turk and Carla adding to the family there? Carla might try to throw it out the window again.
0: <laughs> yeah, she did have that bout with postpartum
1: depression. But maybe she's ready this time yeah, for it. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe they could have a little a little boy, <laughs> a little chocolate bear. Yeah, anyway.
0: that's going to be something, something neat to see whether they decide to have another baby or not. But that's what's coming up on Scrub next
1: week. And then two more episodes after that, yeah. and it could be over forever.
0: Unless ABC is picking it up, which I they're, I heard they were in negotiations.
1: I it would be nice around. to have another season, because it's just so funny, even if they do the same jokes, the same things,
0: it's still so funny. Yeah, it never gets old. I was looking around on the internet last night, and, and I found something that said that ABC was in negotiations to pick it up, but NBC was... Caught off guard by it and wasn't aware that they were in negotiations to pick it up. Really? So I don't really know what's going on. Well, there. maybe
1: NBC will just keep it. That was just confusing. I mean, what are you going to put in this place? Oh I, my gosh. Personally,
0: I don't care who has it. I just want it to get picked up because it's enjoyable. Um, I got most of the seasons on DVD. You know, it'd be, it'd be a, a shame to see it end. So I hope they keep keep
1: Scrubs going. So. Definitely. Um, Anyway, thanks for listening once again. We'll see you next week with a couple new episodes for all the shows. Today's podcast featured music by... Laszlo Bane. By his music. Please. Check out his music. And no
0: illegal downloading of music.
1: What's that mean? No pirating. Horror!